Hola, it's Guy Pacha with the weekly Fele report. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, this one, we are in the very end of March, beginning of April. Coming up to April Fool's Day. <laughs> this is for Wednesday, uh, March 31st. And uh, the moon is in the final uh, degrees of Scorpio. And she is going to be moving into Sagittarius uh, before long. And I'm uh, going to try to get out of the wind here a little bit. Uh, she stays in Sag until Saturday. And on Saturday goes into Capricorn. Of course, going through Capricorn, she will be squaring. Sun, Venus over there in Aries along with Chiron and you know she's gonna be doing her little thing going on until she finally hits Pluto and uh, goes into Aquarius on Monday yeah so um, other than that other things that are happening and that I really want to be talking about in, in today's report really is that uh, Mercury is going into Aries now, just before Mercury goes into Aries, uh, he is going to come into a nice sextile with Pluto tomorrow, Thursday. Then it goes into Aries on Saturday and, uh, you know, keeps on moving around, basically uh, conjunct with Chiron loosely. You know, it's kind of a loose conjunction with Chiron. I got to get these rocks over here, though, you know. I mean, I'll get them in the background, but this is a pretty spectacular sandstone, beautiful spot that I found here for the Bailey Report today. Right? <laughs> Sun and Venus still continue to move along, you know, and by Tuesday, Venus comes into a sextile with Mars. And what else I want to be talking about a lot in this report is that, you know, Black Moon Lilith is retrograding back into Aries where uh, she is going, you know, she's conjunct Eris. So we've got, you know, the, this dark feminine, very powerful Kali energy, uh, you know, in conjunction and square to Pluto, like Shiva and Kali. <laughs> Pluto and Lilith Eris getting together here in a square tension aspect. You know, this is really big. And then she stations direct uh, at 22 degrees of Aries and, uh, and then begins to move forward and comes back and hits Eris and squares Pluto again before she goes into Taurus. So... I want to be talking about that as well as, of course, you know, the sun continuing on. What we're going to have is sun, Mercury, Venus, Lilith, Eris, Chiron. I mean, we got a lot going on over here in Aries, right? And with Uranus and Taurus, uh, that is a little bit about what today's and this week's mantra you know, has to do with is kind of more Aries Taurus energy squaring this Capricorn Aquarius energy. All right, let's just do this thing. 
I gotta say, I'm in a state park, and uh, <clears throat> I was just about to do this a few minutes ago, and I had a family of 10 kids come jumping all over these rocks. <laughs> so, who knows what could come up? Just like life, anybody, anytime, any place, anywhere, it's a little unpredictable these days as we go through these major changes. And like I said before, last week you may have felt this change of energy as, you know, the Sun and Venus came out of Pisces into Aries. Now we're going to have another shift of energy, Mercury coming out of Pisces into Aries, completing Pisces, the last, you know, final, uh, you know, old endings of the old cycles to give birth to a new cycle in Aries. So what we're going to have then is all the personal planets, the personal planets, you know, except for the moon. Now we're going to, Sun, Mercury, Venus, and Mars are all down here, right, in Aries, Taurus, Gemini. These are the most personal, subjective, internal, uh, impulsive, spontaneous, self-oriented time and energy. And that's exactly what this time is about. There's a time and a season for everything. And springtime with Aries and Taurus and Gemini, this is the seed just starting to sprout. This is us as individuals getting in touch with our values, our desires, our needs, you know, our spontaneous, impulsive, you know, the, the, you know Mars energy, Aries energy. Is this coming up from Pluto, from the soul, emerges our desires to individualize so this is a appropriate time for really getting in touch with and, and this is why I'm talking about in the in the mantra this week the atmospheric noise <laughs> you know it's the news and it's the social media and it's you know it's like everything going on out there external authorities the patriarchs the you know the uh, all these you know people trying to control trying to dominate trying to censor uh, you know, trying to limit and control us. And, you know, this is, it's time for individuals to get in touch with what I want, who I am with my life and my purpose. And Taurus is, you know, going to want to build it. Uranus in Taurus, okay, is creative genius, new ways of building Okay, you know, my and becoming self-sufficient. So, you know, Aries, Venus, Sun coming around through. And of course, let's look at this Black Moon Lilith and Eris. Okay, these are two, you know, this feminine energy is rising up and it has been suppressed and it has anger and it is ready to cut the cords to break the chains to you know rebel and destroy the old limiting factors and you know we can see this happening we can see a lot of rebellion and a, and a lot of I'm not gonna take this anymore kind of energy 
And it can be frightening, it can get violent, it can get out of hand, there can be a lot of death and destruction, but we want to understand that this is part of that waking up process. You know, you, you have to understand, okay, you know, that you are tied up before you can take a knife and cut the ropes that are binding you. Think of Gulliver's travels, you know, is <laughs> you know, he's laid down and you know, but it's like this waking up from oh my goodness, I didn't know, you know, that the media was controlling this and the government was controlling that and the banks were controlling that, and you know, there's a you know, a whole cabal or whatever, you know, you know, really running. I didn't know, so this Aquarian time is this you know, great waking up of the public, and that original, it's shocking can be traumatizing. I thought I was free. I thought I was liberated. I thought everything was cool. I thought I had control of my life when in fact I didn't. <laughs> and so now it's time to claim it. And the way that we're going to claim it, and this is, you know, this is really what I want to, you know, talk about. This Mercury coming out of Pisces into Aries is very important. Because Mercury rules the north node of the moon in Gemini. This north node of the moon is, you know, about midway through Gemini now. It's there for another nine months or so till the end of the year. And Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So we follow the transits of Mercury. And you want to look at where Mercury lies in your natal chart as the moon's nodes you know, the North Node transits Gemini, you really want to do your Mercury. And what has that got to be with? You know, what, what it was, you know, what we're talking about is it's time. It's time to speak our truth. The South Node is in Sagittarius. We have a long history, okay, of the wisdom teachings of natural laws of an intuitive understanding of what is right, what is just, what is fruitful, and what is destructive. And this Jupiter, you know, moving through the later degrees of Aquarius, let's look at these later degrees. Pluto's in late degrees, Neptune is in late degrees, and now Jupiter is in late degrees. These are matured, ripened, powerful, deep, elder, you know, the, the late degrees are like the elder degrees. So, you know, Jupiter moving through these late degrees of Aquarius is a lot of wisdom and, uh, and, and stepping outside the conventional ways and means and views and perspectives into liberation into our own way of being. And then we have this powerful feminine energy. The feminine is the internal, right? It's our feelings and our emotions. We want to honor and listen to those as, as you know, the depths and the roots of who we are. Last week, we sent our, we sent our cords to the core of Gaia, the core of the earth. And we want to draw up this powerful internal feminine energy is going to be our guidance system. It's our guidance system. 
And, and then we need to like find the words, find the mercurial means and ways of relating, of communicating, of sharing our unique, personal, individualized needs, ways, means, intentions, plans. So the mantra for today is focusing. Mercury, this left brain, helps us focus. Focus on creating the life I love. And, you know, as... <laughs> As Arnold Schwarzenegger would say, <laughs> was it in the, uh, Conan the Barbarian or to hell with you? <laughs> you know, it's just like to hell with you. <laughs> you know, to hell, you know, you know, with what, you know, you've got to say and you've got to say and what you want and what, you know, you're afraid of and what you're, you know, waiting for and blah, 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 blah. It's like, boom, Aries is like, ah, sorry, man. I got to do this. I, this is this is my truth. This is me. This is who I am. I've got to be me. Boom. And you know, I, I and there's also this other aspect that I want to mention. You know, and that is grief and sorrow and loss. This Mercury coming out of Pisces, okay, you know, uh, you know, we have experienced over this, you know, Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, this pandemic, this virus, it's taken a lot of our loved ones, it's taken a toll on society, on businesses, on economics, on everything, there's been a lot of loss, and we want to understand that grieving process. And we want to own those feelings. And we want to use those, you know, use those to generate, to generate more power to create a different future. And I wanted to share today something that, you know, may upset some people. But as astrologers, we also need to understand that the soul and the spirit, which are unconscious, okay, choose the time of birth and choose the time of death. And as astrologers, we don't believe in accidents. We don't believe in coincidences. We are going through a planetary purge right now. And this decrease of people this decrease in the population, even though it's really not that much more than previous years, it's, it's actually, but this loss of life, we want to also understand from a spiritual Piscean perspective of reincarnation, reincarnation. The soul is eternal. We have life after life after life. When we get too far caught into a materialistic view, understanding, or belief that this is all there is, and this body is all I've got, and, you know, this life is all there is, when we get really, like, caught 
in the third D. The fear of death it goes exponentially up. When we are in tune with, in touch with, and understand the soul passages through the dimensions, through the spheres, through the lifetimes, as a long, eternal, evolving process, this fear of life and this understanding of death and of what happens, you know, to the soul after death, this is decreased with an understanding. It's like the temporal versus the eternal. And are you going to go down with the temporal or are you going to rise up with the eternal? So we, we want to really understand this context and we want to understand that, you know, there may be things that are being really blown out of proportion here. And a lot of this atmospheric noise may be materialistic people that have some kind of, um, you know, investment in creating uh, a psychology of fear that, uh, of course, makes humanity easier to control. And as we come in touch with our warrior, Ares, Martian, Lilith, Eris, the sister of Ares, okay, boom, right, in square to this Pluto in Capricorn, that powerful Aries, feminine, masculine, you know, warrior energy just says, guess what, right? It's like goodbye, patriarchy. Goodbye, Pluto in Capricorn. Goodbye, big egos and deep pockets who try to suppress and control humanity. This is not going to go any further. Uh, I want to encourage you to like really you know, focus in on you, on your life, on how you are going to make joy and how you are going to find peace and love and harmony and keep the rest of that crap, right? Very well at bay. And this is this time. And there's other times Right, you know, the, there's the time of spring. There's the time of summer. You know, where everything comes together, and then there's the harvest, Virgo and Libra. You know, and then there's the you know the, that harvest. You know, brings winter time, and people gather together, and it's very social, and it's all about you know society and other. Da, 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 da. And then it comes back around again to okay, I need to come home to my truth, myself develop something within myself so that I have something to give <laughs> so that I so that I have a unique contribution to humanity instead of spending all my time <laughs> you know out there this is a time of inner exploration oh yeah baby so is his mantra again yeah <laughs> yeah, 
just came to me last night, man. There's a lot of noise in the atmosphere that I don't need to hear. As I'm busy creating the life I love, I focus on what I hold dear. Right? What do you hold dear? Identify it. Feed it. Nourish it. Focus on what you hold dear. Build your energy and spend your time nurturing the positive future potential of your time, of your existence in this body, on this planet. And, and, and kind of shut off or just like let go of a lot of the chit chat, the monkey mind that is going on out there. Because, you know, I, it's like people are turning up the volume or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, baby. Especially you folks with the uh, with uh, Pluto and Libra. When was uh, Pluto and Libra? Was that uh, like uh, 72 to 84 or something like that? No. Anyway, I can't remember all these dates all the time. But uh, with the you have the Pluto polarity point in Aries. And so, you know, especially, you know, uh, those in the early 80s with Pluto and late Libra, you know, um, you've got Aries. You're, you know, yeah, you're in your uh, Pluto square, right? Those of you that were born in, in fact, uh, you know, uh, there was a Saturn-Pluto conjunction back then in Libra. You guys are really getting activated. It's activated. And some of this has to do with getting in touch with your anger. And the Pluto and Leo generation can have challenges, can have a hard time with anger, can have a, you know, and, and not wanting to experience it, feel it, be around it, see it or whatever. But it's, you know, this is drawing us. You want to balance that Pluto in Libra with the Pluto in Aries polarity point and that can be getting activated now by black moon Lilith by Eris Sun Venus coming around Chiron and Mercury coming around this is like really woo. use anger as a motivating force to create something new and break free from external limitations and binding chains. Ow! That's a nice sextile. We got the, and in fact, the sun is sextile Saturn uh, Wednesday, like the, the, the time of this Pele report. So, you know, Aries and Aquarius, fire and air, they actually get along pretty darn good together, baby. That's a nice sextile. You know, Aquarius, you know, says, wow, you know, you know, I need to liberate. And Aries goes, okay, I'll, I will. Boom. <laughs> so, uh, knock it out. Knock it out. Right? And there's a lot of noise in the atmosphere that I don't need to hear. As I'm busy creating the life I love. I focus on what I hold dear. May you focus, create, build, and spread a life of love 
that we can all hold dear. Namaste. Aloha. So much love. Thank you.